We are veteran owned, we're all veterans, and we did this for the right reason. These skills that these veterans have, they need them in the outside world, and that's what we wanna do. We wanna help that veteran connect with those companies that are looking for those skills. You're listening to the Expertish Podcast. Be sure to head over to iTunes or Spotify and tell Jay what you thought about this episode. Expertish is where you can learn how to invest from those who have, those who are, and have some fun along the way. Are you ready to start? Welcome to Expertish Podcast. This is Jay Johnson, and today we're going to be talking with Mike Hinkle, who's the president of Skill Mill, a company built to help find employment for our transitioning veterans for the most part, I believe, Mike. Is that correct? Oh, that's right. Every day, buddy. <laughs> All right. I see. Yeah. I see you guys super, super active on LinkedIn and stuff and are doing a lot of, a lot of awesome stuff. And I know some people absolutely that have uh, worked with you guys in the past. So, so congrats, honestly, on, on building something, you know, so beneficial to so many people. Yeah, I appreciate it. I tell you, it's been a, it's been a long journey, but it's been worth, worth every minute I've spent building this company. Me and you talked a little bit before and startups are a bear and you know, right? Absolutely. Yeah. What was your biggest hurdle, do you think, for the beginning of the startup? What was your hurdle to entry? Um, the kids, uh, you know, you preach college, 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 and I had an MBA and, and uh, you know, I even taught entrepreneurship at a local college. And when you actually start a company by teaching about starting the company, uh, completely different animals, right? Uh, right yeah, absolutely. You know, probably money and fundraising and, and just how long it takes. When we first started, someone told us... Uh, You'll pitch it 50 times and you'll get one one person. They'll say, hey, I'd like to invest. And I thought 50 right. to one, that, that didn't seem quite right. We're better than that. Well, <laughs> you know, it so takes a while. Score? <laughs> yeah, right. That's pretty pretty good number, I guess. So, yeah, that's been fun. And just and then, you know, marketing when you're new and not many people know you're out there. Uh, they don't know the name. Uh, just getting that brand recognition to know, you know, your company that people can trust. Uh, that's been uh, just a long process. I wouldn't say hard, just, just, it's taken a lot longer than I expected, honestly. Right. Well, I will say that, uh, you know, you've put together a lot of good people and I think that's helping, yeah. helping for sure, which is some organic reach, definitely a lot of well-respected people involved in the project. So kudos for that, for sure. Well, I tell you, we used, um, it's almost like a family, you know, uh, people that are listening, I'm sure they'll understand the term ombudsman if they're Navy, but in the army, you know, that representative that, that helps uh, with the families when you're deployed. You know, we have my old ombudsman as part of our team. My old CO is part of the team. We have one of my executive officers as part of the team. Uh, someone we worked with at Squadron. Like we've all known each other a long time. Uh, so that helps a lot. Uh, I'd say that's one of the smartest things we did is treat this company like family and get the right people on board early. I think that's something that stems from military career anyway, because I, I think that is uh, really what uh, makes military unit successful, you know, as right. large or as small as the team is, uh, is how integrated they are with both the actual families of the members, as well as, you know, just treating the, the, the members themselves as family as well. Oh yeah. And you know, all, like I said, all of us have known each other a long time. So all those late nights and, you know, not getting paid in those weekends, uh, knowing that it'll pay off one day and we help a lot of people. I'm not sure right. I could have done that with any other group, honestly. Uh, it was great so far. Yeah, that is awesome. You, you almost feel like you're a, a little bit of socializing, but we, when you're working, so it makes you feel a little less sad about all the time that you put into it. Yeah. Less like work. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what need spurred this for you that, that just said, Hey, I need to correct something. I need to get involved and do this. 
You know, back in 2008 uh, to 2011, I was chief of the boat on board USS Cheyenne and uh, me and my old CO, Noel Gonzalez, you know, we noticed, you know, you got 18 to 22 year old young men, uh, right? There was no women in submarine ports at that time doing amazing things, operating, you know, billion dollar piece of machinery. Um, you know, just the responsibilities, unbelievable on these, these young men. Uh, and then we would find that they would, you know, they would get out and had struggle finding a job knowing, you know, just months before that they were on deployment, right. Uh, putting right. their life on the line, doing things that people can't imagine. And then you're telling me they have trouble getting a job as a welder. Uh, it didn't make any sense to us. Right. right. Um, fast forward to when we started the company, you know, we both went our separate ways. Uh, I went into the medical field. Uh, Noel went uh, away from the submarine force and logistics and we got back together and, you know, we noticed the need was still there. So that's when we're like, you know, it's time to start something. Uh, because as you know, the Army, Navy, Air Force, Marines, Coast Guard, you know, they're, they're not great about getting you, getting you a certificate that says you're ready to work. Right. right. <laughs> they, send, they send you to their school, which is probably yeah. better than most on the outside, and tell you to start work tomorrow. Right. Oh, you went to right. school? Today? Good. Come on, let's weld something. Right. <laughs> um, so really, the enlisted members is what, you know, that's why we started the company. Um, we both know officers don't have a hard time getting the job when they get out. Right. I right. tell people they spent four years writing paperwork. Right. So yeah. they'll probably write a pretty decent resume. All right. Uh, I haven't met many mechanics that are good at writing resumes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But, uh, become mechanics because they will, don't want to do that stuff. You right. Know? But now I've never met an officer that can't write a good resume, but they can't mm -hmm. work on anything. So, you know, <laughs> <laughs> right. you put those two. yeah, exactly. Yeah. So you kind of put the two together. Yeah, get that out of your hand, sir. Structure that. Yep, yeah. exactly. So that's why we started it. We started it for the enlisted service members, you know, that young 22, 29 year old that got out and, and, and really the, the software now, I mean, we, you know, anyone can come on there and fill out their profile and, you know, get a job through Skillmall, uh, even our spouses. Uh, so, awesome. you know, it's transformed, but that's the reason. And that's still what keeps me going. I mean, I know that we can help these young men. Uh, I say men and women now, right. Mm -hmm. There's women in the submarine ports, but uh, just service members in general, we can help them transition and get a better job or career. Right. So. I think that uh, that is huge. And that's something that actually since even starting my business, not just from me recognizing for myself, but from just, uh, uh, you know, friends as they transition out or retired, right. even, I mean, there, it's not just younger people. Sometimes it's, you know, people that have done 20, 25 years that right. all of a sudden, like you said, one day they're working and they're working so hard or so fast or deploying that it feels like the next day they're thrown into the job search. And, you know, no matter how much experience you have, sometimes you're still actually unprepared for that. Well, you know, I, I still meet people, uh, especially with this job, you know, they'll talk to me, you know, we're talking retired E8s and E9s who've been in the military a long time, senior enlisted folks who have been in charge of people downrange and, you know, where it counts. Right. right. Um, and they're offering these guys 15 bucks an hour and, you know, a lot of jobs, right. To be in right. charge of people. And I, I don't think that the, the other part of, you know, skill mills, we're trying to educate the employers on the value, right. Of the senior enlisted and the junior enlisted. So they understand what they're hiring. Right. Right. And it seems like every time we place a, a veteran into a, a new, I'll call it a new employer spot, you know, someone who hadn't really had a lot of interactions with veterans, Sure. They're always happy. I've never had one come back and say, man, I wish I had not hired a veteran. I, I, never. Right. Uh, they right. all say the same thing, man. They bring so much to the team, you know, the integrity and just 
you know, work ethic, everyone knows they have the work ethic, but you know, they're, they always show up on time. Um, and people kind of rally around them. They're kind of used to leading people. Right. Right. Uh, that's what we do. Uh, so I, I don't know. I've never had someone come back and say it didn't work out for them. Yeah. That's awesome. I, I mean, you're, yeah. that's a great benefit to those employers as well. Right. And I, and I have to say that was a, a little bit of a learning process for me starting, a, a starting my business as well is I was a little bit spoiled by in the, you know, even by the end of my time in the Navy, right. By the time a young person, you know, let's just say, you know, brand new guy to say the squadron to my team or whatever the case is that they've already had 18 to 24 months of basically and being initiated into that, like making sure that that's what they want to do, making sure, you know, they've had a lot of obstacles to actually get to that point. So that, that pretty thoroughly vets, you know, things still slip through the cracks, but that really vets your brand new people. So your brand new people aren't really brand new. You know what I mean? As opposed to now on the civilian side, you bring someone in new, they're new. You know, right. <laughs> you've got to, you got to do a much better job of vetting them than, you know, the, the Navy kind of provided a good 18, 24 month vetting process before I ever had to deal with anyone. So I, I definitely took that for granted. You know, me and my wife were talking just last night. I said, the Navy has actually never put me in a job I'm ready for. Like the Navy puts you in the next job. You're not, I mean, right. you don't know anything about it. Like, Hey, it's time to transfer. Here's your new job. And then when you get there, you learn, right? Right. So that's another thing for the veterans is, they're used to walking into a job and being like, okay, where's the instructions? Uh, where's the procedures? Let me read them and get to work. Yeah. Right. They're absolutely. not standing around waiting on someone to train them. You know, I don't know what I'm doing. Uh, no, you know? Yeah. I've had that. a few people <laughs> mention that as, uh, you know, in my, now this, this career, uh, when I'll start to do something or expand something, they're like, are you ready to do that yet? I'm like, I, I will be you right, know? I will. Like, because you're right. That's exactly what it is. <laughs> they, they put you in the job you're almost ready for, and then you right. become ready very quickly. Right. I think one of my favorite ones is a security manager. You know, they, they'll send an officer, a junior officer, uh, or sometimes a department head to a, a security manager course and they'll give them two weeks of training. And then they're like, okay, if you do this wrong, you can go to jail. No, like, what? <laughs> <laughs> right. Or, or I was, uh, I was, if I were in, I was still like, always kind of struggled with the collateral duty thing where oh, essentially yeah. they wanted to make you well-rounded. Right. So as you yeah. move your way up, they're like, Hey, you're going to do this cloud or do you're in charge of this one. So they give you enough time to get good at it. But as soon as you get good at it, they're like, okay, right. great. Move on to the next one. Right. So Train you never else. have that. I mean, it's always run by new people, it is. you know? It's kind yeah. of, uh, I guess, same thing. So now we're used to like, hey, once you kind of uh, feel like you've mastered something, it's time to keep growing. Yeah, I, I uh, some people like repetition, and I don't think the military is good for those people because we're always, you know, moving up or moving out, you know, going down right. the road, keep going, keep going. Right. For you personally, if you don't want me asking, you personally, yeah. I know you didn't come straight to this. Like you said, you're in the medical, went to the medical field. What hurdles or what kind of uh, difficulties did you find tra- transitioning over into the civilian world? You know, what's funny is I, I tell people, you know, I retired on a Saturday and on Monday I was president of a company and they're like, oh, that must be nice. <laughs> right. That sounds easy. But my struggle started four years before when he started the, we started the company and uh-huh. I spent all those nights and weekends getting this ready. And I spent all that time. I did all the things a normal transitioning person would do. Only I did it early. I did job right. searches. I tried to get jobs for interviews. I filled out my USA jobs. Like I wanted to understand all that as we built this company. So. Right. You know, I kind of, I transitioned, you know, before I really transitioned out of the military because I did all the work. Um, so for me, it was just, I'd say the hardest thing was the time. 
And right. I don't think people realize how much time it takes. If you think that you're going to just breeze your way through TAPS class and someone's going to walk up to you and say, hey, I'd love to give you a six-figure job. I don't know what land you're living in. Right. It's not the one that, you know, it's not the real one. Um, no. It takes work, right? And as part of, you know, I, I talk to you, I'm going to start a podcast here pretty soon. I've done some recording. Um, and one of the things I really want to get across to the, the service members is take it seriously. Treat it like a job when you're job hunting. Don't settle, right? Um, and I think the biggest hurdle for me when it came time, I guess, you, you kind of got to switch gears, you know, in your head. And people, you know, aren't the same. I would say the corporate world is much more, of course, driven by money, right? Mm -hmm. uh, where in the military, it's driven by mission. And when four o'clock comes or 1600 for us military folks, and we got job to do, we're like, well, I guess we'll be here to midnight. And you know, <laughs> in a real world, they're like, it's four o'clock. We're like, we got work to do. We're like, yeah, I'll see you tomorrow at seven. Right. <laughs> Good luck. Exactly. And I, my, phone, my phone will be turned off, by the way. <laughs> right. Right. Don't even bother. So if people are different and that's okay. Right. Um, because we're not, you know, in the civilian world, they don't pay you to be there 24 seven, unless you have an executive job or something, but you know, they shouldn't be calling you at home late at night. And it took me right. a little bit of getting used to some of that stuff. Cause I do some consulting work too. You know, I told them I'm available nights and weekends. They're like, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, anytime, just call me anytime. <laughs> right. Yeah. You know, but sometimes I think that's what it takes also to build quickly. You know, you put yeah. the time in up front, but I think that's the same as uh, what we learn in military and leadership positions. You know, when you come into a new job, a lot of times you're going to be heads down. It might be a year, 16 months where you just don't have a break right. to structure things the way you want, but then you reap the rewards at the end of that tour. You know, when you've got a team that just, you know, is pretty flawless without you, uh, which is kind of all of our goal, right? Right. My, yeah. Your goal is always to be able to come to work and everything's done. And they're like, Oh, I don't need you today. <laughs> yeah. Like I, I love feeling unneeded. Yeah. Great. I did my job. Right. Exactly. <laughs> I, I tell you, I, you know, I know a lot about the military and other branches and, you know, just from this job and talking to so many different people, but I'm not sure I've found a, a group that's treated worse than like a submarine JO. I mean, those, <laughs> those four guys uh, and you know, the nuclear fired, uh, trained, uh, enlisted guys that uh, they got it pretty rough, man. So there's some jobs out there that are pretty tough. And uh, those guys, I say that to say this, you know, they don't have time, all that work I did uh, to get ready to get out, you know, kind of, right. if you transition and you're on a, you know, we, we call it for, for the army, I'm not sure, but you're downrange or for us, you're actually on deployment. You're not on shore duty you're on a ship. You work until the last day, right? Finding the time sometimes, uh, especially for those young JOs or those young enlisted folks, you know, E5 and below to do some of this work isn't easy. Right. Yeah. And I, I'm going to tell you a funny story. So my cousin, and I won't mention his name, you know, he's an army guy, right? <laughs> about, a, about a year before he gets out, he goes, Oh yeah. You know, they relieved me of all my stuff. I'm just, I got this next year to, you know, plan everything out and get my transition ready. And I'm like, you gotta be kidding me. He goes, yeah, man. He's, you know, and we're talking about my retirement. He goes, what day do you get relieved? I said, well, I said, my last day is, you know, Thursday, I'm driving out. I said, my relief gets here Monday. So on Wednesday, you know, I'll shake his hand and tell him good luck and I'll move on. He goes, one day? I'm like, yeah, not a year. Right. <laughs> Jesus, like, what is that? That's, that's pretty yeah. amazing, though. Yeah, he got a year. I was like, man, I've never seen that before. I was jealous. 
that's yeah i know i know i've had a few like i've had a couple what are literally like high fives in the airport like we did that in kuwait yep. when i left iraq and kuwait i basically passed off my uh cell phone to the guy relieving me yeah. and like hey get <laughs> buddy uh left some i left some instructions on the desk <laughs> here's some instructions and some chocolate candy back there good luck yeah exactly and you feel free to scrap them and do your own thing it's you know whatever right. works for you man yeah for yeah. sure yeah, but I, I mean the good on them for having that built in, you know, that's awesome or having yeah. to do that. But yeah, it's, it's a tough one. I know that everyone's not able to do that, but you know, just, I, I think getting back to the original question, it's just, I, I really want people to know they're listening. It's not as easy as people make it out to be. You really got to put in the work and have your family prepared. And you know, you're, you're a financial guy. Money is always an issue, right? Yeah. There, I mean, uh, you can save up. Um, mm -hmm. And I think a lot of people realize, you know, with COVID, hit some people really, really hard. And we yeah. both know that. I, I mean, yeah. if you don't have two or three months saved and you're struggling finding a job, you may settle for that job that you hate, right? And that's that's just not where you want to be, right? Right. Um, if, if I could go back and do it all over, I just started saving day one when I joined the military. You know, they used to have a program called Million Dollar Sailor. And man, I, I did every wrong thing you could with money when I was young, right? I, I, I grew up in West Virginia. I was very poor. I tell people I used an outhouse till I was in eighth grade. I wasn't used to having money, man. When I got it, I spent it all. <laughs> right. <laughs> and I, I didn't just spend mine. I spent other people's credit card companies. You know, I was like, hey, man, yeah. this is awesome. People are giving me yeah. free money. But uh, shows like yours help help a lot. I, I do appreciate it, man, because these and we give a lot of education, financial education now that I never got. Um, yeah. But, you know, some people get the education. They still don't use it. But a huge benefit right now though, are people like yourself and, and, and believe me they doing this podcast has allowed me to reach out and, and network with some just people doing amazing things that right. they almost everyone like yourself started it for a reason, for a good reason. It wasn't like, Oh, I feel like, I think I'm going to go work seven days a week for the next couple of years to build this <laughs> thing just cause it sounds right. like fun. It's they do it for a reason they care about. And I think that's another uh, a huge thing for people to realize that do anybody that does listen to this or your podcast or anything, there are now so many resources. People are, are really trying to provide that, right. that education and stuff. And it, and it is lacking a bit active duty in the military, but it's also not a full responsibility of the, you know, it's not their job to raise you. There's a, a lot of things, just the fact right. if they can introduce you to some stuff, I think that's awesome, but there are so many you know, it, companies or so many resources out there to help people. And yeah. if they just, they can get the information if they just make a little bit of effort. And uh, I think that's huge to see too. So I'm excited to watch your, uh, your company take off. I know just their uh, reputation here with you guys. And, you know, I, was, I know a couple people um, right. associated with you and, you know, it's how I got connected with you, but uh, we did an interview with Todd Yates, who I know you're familiar with at Hire Heroes USA out here. Yep. And I know that's someone who refers a lot of people over your guys way and, and it speaks very highly of what you guys have accomplished already. And, you know, he's doing great stuff here. So I just, it, I feel uh, privileged to be able to work around uh, people that are doing things like you guys right. are doing, you know, I think that's pretty amazing and, and hopefully more people take advantage of it. I had him on, um, you know, two weeks ago. And of course I haven't put the podcast out yet. I'm still in, you know, editing mode and trying to figure out what mm -hmm. I'm doing. Right. It's like everything else. I'm sure your podcast started the right way. Someone said, you should start a podcast. And I said, Okay. <laughs> right. I know, right. I had to reach out for help. I wouldn't have gotten it done myself. So I had to reach out and uh, get somebody to produce it for me. Get, I had to go the professional route because I would never have gotten it done. 
Well, I'm I'm doing okay right now, but we'll see. Uh, we have a pretty good producer now, and it's starting. It's going to be called Diapers and Deployments, and I, and nice. I think, yeah. Well, we, you know, there's a lot of shows out there that talk military and stuff, and I really wanted my ombudsman, right? I brought her mm-hmm. on, Raina, my co-host, so we could just th- not just talk about transition and the VA and the normal stuff people talk about, but yeah, the family stuff, man. I yeah. mean, it's all fun and games when you're downrange, but you have a family at home that's still trying to make it work, right? Uh, They're dealing with the kids, Uh, you know, your husband or wife's at home dealing with everything that you're not dealing with. And of course, I tell her it's harder to be deployed. And she tells me it's harder to raise kids. And we just argue back and forth. But but it's a family show. You know, we want to talk about the family and the struggles at home and money. Right. And that's why I want to bring you on the show. Um, You know, the right and wrong things to do. and, And just we want to make it a whole program. So transitioning veterans, you know, veterans that, you know, military members. We just want it, you know, a big veteran family, I'll call it, yeah. of education. And, yeah. and it's going to be fun. You know, I just yeah. did a, we did a prepper episode uh, recently. <laughs> one of my friends who I never even knew was a prepper. I was like, hey, where are you at? On a scale to, you know, one to 10. One being, hey, I got some Costco stuff. And 10 being, the end of the world comes tomorrow. I'm good for years, right? <laughs> right. Like, and I expected three, four, or five. He goes, I'm about a nine. And then he went into all the stuff he had. I was like, oh, my God. You know, so we talk about everything. Uh that's anyway, awesome. That's the podcast stuff. Uh, no, that's awesome. And you, you know, you said the part about the uh, talking with the ombudsman about you know mil- uh, deploying's harder or being home's harder. I think right. I think uh, during COVID, a lot of people got to see the other side of the coin, <laughs> trapped oh, yeah. at home for seeing how much goes into that too. So uh, well, I think that was probably an eye opener for a few. Well, you know, when my daughter last year, you know, I started working from home, of course, and then they're like, "Hey, school's canceled." The uh, your, your kids are going to be at home. I was like, yeah, that's awesome. And two weeks later, I'm like, man, when's school starting? <laughs> I'm, I'm sure there's also a lot of teachers feeling the same way going, okay, now you see what it's like too. You yeah. Know? I, I got, I love those memes that says, you know, next generation, they'll be trained by a group of day drinkers. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Pretty accurate. Yeah. Pretty accurate for sure. Yeah. Hey, I, you know, I, I want to bring up our technology for a minute before yeah. I because I'll get sidetracked talking, just having fun. Um, you know, uh, one of the other things you asked me while we started and what I've seen is, you know, I got tired of job fairs. I went to job fairs. Uh, I'll call it for practice, right? I wanted to see. Uh-huh. And here's what I noticed before COVID. Now, COVID's changed a lot of things for the better, honestly, when it comes to job searching, I think. And, you know, we were already there, but some other people were catching on. Uh, I would see guys go in with a stack of 25 or 30 resumes. They would drop them off. They would get zero callbacks and zero feedback. Yeah. Right. I mean, and the people there, you know, usually did not have hiring authority. Sometimes they did, but they had recruiters there. Um, And veterans were kind of just dropping off resumes, like I said, and it just didn't work. Right. And, you know, I tell people you'd have a guy with a perfect resume in New York, but the people that wanted to hire him were in San Diego at some other job fair. Right. And never did they meet. All right. Right. and a lot of the, the resumes were full of, I uh, call it military jargon. Um, so, you know, when we built our software, what we wanted to do is take some of that military jargon and translate it into civilian speak. And a lot of that stuff happens in the background. Um, we joined with SRI. People were like, who's SRI? Well, you know, Stanford Research Institute, they, they invented a few things like the mouse, uh, Siri, mm-hmm. you know. So we had some pretty good people working on our stuff. Right. Uh, and... It, it's taken time because uh, artificial intelligence and, you know, 
you learn, you know, learning takes, you gotta have data, right? The more right. data, the better. So it's taken us a while to get more veterans and more companies, but every day our, our, our database is getting better. And basically you can even upload your VMED. And, uh, if, if you're a veteran, you can go on mill connect and download, basically it's all your military training, right? We can even import that into our database with one click. You just kind of pull it in awesome. and it builds a, like a resume. Or you can actually pull a resume in with one click. I mean, and it'll build it for you. It's a great place to start. And, you know, with a resume, you're limited to two pages. We have profiles. You can put as much data as you want. Uh, we say more is better. And then if a company wants a resume, you know, Hire Heroes USA, that's, you know, Todd will help us. I'll call and be like, hey, this company really wants a resume. And he's helped them get a resume together so they can get hired to us. Right. Some people don't even need a resume. They look at the profile and they're like, oh, look at this. They have everything we need. And they match, right? We have a right. skill score that tells the veteran how they fit certain jobs or what they're missing, right? So you can get right. feedback. It's automatic. Uh, you're like, oh, I don't qualify for this job because, you know, I'm missing the following things. So as the technology gets better and the matching gets better, you know, when we first started, a nuclear trained engineer could be a truck driver. And you're like, okay, that's probably not the job they're looking for, right? Right. You know, I was in the medical field, but I was command master chief, and I kept getting jobs for doctors. I'm like, I'm not a doctor. Right. But other programs, ours doesn't do that. So as the technology keeps getting better, the matches keep getting better. And we're in a place right now, we just need more veterans in our database. And I talked about the resume dropping off for a reason. So ours is passive, really, if you want it to be. Like for a veteran, I tell people, you could put your profile in today. We could find you a job tomorrow. There could be a match. You're like, hey, man, I, perfect company. They look at your profile. They want you. It could be a year from now, right? And someone comes on there, your resume, it's still in there. Your profile still there. Right. And someone will call you. So, you know, you build your profile, you keep it up to date. And then, you know, the company comes in and looks for you. Right. You can be active and look through some of the job boards. But job boards is another thing I have a hard spot with, man. I, it's overload. You talked about information yeah. overload, man. Um, you go on USA Jobs or some of these other job sites. And USA Jobs is different. That's for federal employment. But right. there's just so many jobs to choose from. And, and as a veteran, especially a young, well, even... Even someone like me, honestly, when you get on there, you're kind of overwhelmed with what can I be? You know, what are the job options? There's uh, just tons and tons of information. You know, we kind of help narrow that down for you. And if a company comes on and calls you out of the blue, they may, they may call you for a job you never even thought you qualified for. Right. That's the beauty of it, right? Uh, we just put a guy in Tennessee, and uh, he, he was actually worked for us back in 2008, and we just got him a job as a mechanic in Tennessee. And we didn't do it for, you know, it wasn't a personal hookup or anything. He was in our database. Someone came in like, man, I'd like to hire that guy. Right. Like, oh, he's ready. <laughs> but, you know, that's a pretty awesome, I guess, I'll I, I say kind of peripheral type of benefit as well, because as I've seen a lot of my friends transition or like a lot of the younger people after they do say four, eight years, right. go out and it usually takes several jobs before they really get their, their role. They really get something that they feel empowered in or feel like, you know, satisfied right. with. And what happens to some people too, I feel like they, they stay in something a lot longer than they would like to, I should say, right out of just that comfort factor and security. And I think that's kind of cool that like skill mill would just be working in the background. You're in a job. Maybe you're like, okay, I'm a 60% satisfied. It pays the bills and I'm not, right. uh, not unhappy, but then you get contact. Cause a lot of people stop looking when they've got something they're okay with. Now you get a contact from somebody that might be like that. Hey, that's my nine out of 10 job that I was looking for. And now they're ready and they contact me. Whereas, you, you know, people, if you're not looking and you don't have right. something like this work in the background, you're just going to miss that opportunity. This, that's exactly what happened. Honestly, he had been driving a truck for about a year, right? 
COVID happened, you know, um, it kind of slowed down. He wasn't happy driving a truck. And he, he thought he would love it, right? He didn't. And then all of a sudden, someone contacted him because they saw him in school and said, hey, how would you like to, you know, ha- have a job? And he's like, yes. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> Sounds like, good to me. Yeah. I can quit driving the truck now. Uh, so right. you never know. You're right, man. I, that's one of the things I love about it. And it doesn't work that way for everybody, right? Yeah. But it worked that way for him. Uh, yeah. You never know. But if you don't fill out a profile, guess what? No one will ever contact you. That's true. What about on the other side of it? How, if, uh, if anyone out there, you know, in, in the business world wanted to utilize you guys for finding talent, uh, right. how would they go about that? Uh, all they have to do is go on our website, uh, skillmill.com. And that's uh-huh. mill, mill with one L people are like always typing in M I L L. Nope. Nope. It's mill, uh, S K I L L M I L.com. And there's a contact form in there. It'll go to me and we'll set up a demo for them. And then they can, if they like the product, we can go from there. It's always free for veterans. Of course, we have to charge the company something because, you know, I got to eat. Yeah, but, uh, right. <laughs> for the veterans, it's free. Uh, we have, and we have no government contracts. We're not getting any money from the government or we're not, you know, nonprofit. So we're not driven by, I'll call them fake numbers. You know, sometimes yeah. when you get that government grant and you have to have so many people and, you know, none of that stuff for us. I mean, so the companies, they come on if they like it. And most do, honestly, once right. they see that it's the quality of people we have in our database that sure. really sells us. Right. Because right. it's not just a bunch of random people. Um, we have good quality veterans in our database, uh, good quality spouses um, and a new feature. I'll talk about it, even though we haven't it's not quite live yet. You know, we're going to have a built in feature for spouses. You know, what if you're looking for a job, you can link your profile to your spouse's profile. Let's say IBM looks at you and like, hey, I'm going to hire this guy. It says he has a spouse and they're moving to the area. Let's see if we have something for them and they oh, can, nice. you know, that way they can link them together. You don't have to, it'll be an option because some yeah. people don't want to be linked to their spouses. They don't want to be married to their spouses, let alone <laughs> right. to work. especially after COVID. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't know if I want her working here uh, or him, but yeah. Uh, so that's a cool feature. I think anyway, we thought of yeah. that. I, I just think, cause some people, you know, want to hire the spouses too. Like, Hey, not only are you getting a good quality veteran, but if you have a spot, here's somebody else that's quality too. And depending on the the type of company that also can help build that family atmosphere that like you're mentioning for your own company, right. which we both know when you have that kind of uh, work environment, you're going to retain people more because they're just tied to it and they feel more, you know, they just feel happier and more satisfied right. working with people they enjoy being around. Yeah. I'm working from home now. So my boss is in the other room. I'm not, I don't know if I enjoy that one or not. I'm just <laughs> <laughs> Too much no. oversight, right? Yeah too much oversight, but she works from home now too. Uh, it's funny. I, I, I bought her a, a new car, you know, uh, like, Oh, this is, you know, she, and a commuter, you know, she's not going to drive for her. I'm like, ah, oh, we'll get you this car. And about two weeks later she goes, Oh yeah, I'm, uh, I'm not working there anymore. Uh, but she works from home now. I'm like, man, we didn't need a car after all. You don't have any commute now. <laughs> Can't tra- trade the car in for a new boat, you know, <laughs> now we're talking. Yeah. Sorry. I apologize to her in advance for that. It was just a comment. Wasn't, wasn't an official recommendation. Don't get me in trouble, man. So my, I'm going to tell you a boat story. My buddy, his boat, he couldn't find it here. We just had the hurricane come through and he's like, my boat's just gone. Everything's gone. Well, they finally found it. Of course it's submerged and he loved his boat, loved his boat. And I texted him yesterday. I'm like, Hey, you know, I was on submarines for 26 years. When are we taking yours out? He didn't think it was as funny as I did. <laughs> right. I, hey, man, so, you know, you guys get picked on enough for submarines. You you, you deserve to have a little softball like that every once in a while thrown your way, you know? <laughs> that poor guy. Yeah, the hurricane was hell on everybody, I think. But Yeah, 
Yeah, I bet. How, how did you guys, you guys make out okay? You know, it's funny because uh, it, it's all relative, right? For sure. if, if I was in my own little bubble, I'd be like bitching. I'd be like, ah, oh, I didn't go that well. You're all right. But yeah. I lost my fence and, you know, I had some shingles blow off. And my, my building that last, you know, a week before the hurricane, I hadn't cleaned this building out in five years. I'm like, I'm going to get everything perfect. And I pressure washed the inside and stacked everything real nice. I can, you know, it's flattened. Uh, <laughs> right. So I'll, I'll get out with about eight or nine thousand dollars worth of damage, right? And I'm like, ah. okay. But then you, you really go to where people are hurting. I mean, yeah. my next door neighbor, their house is unlivable because the roof just caved in, and several places need roofs. So you know what? I'm okay, right? Yeah. No one was hurt. Um, and it's just mother nature, man. You never know when it's going to strike. And you go back to finances, right? You, you got to be ready for stuff like that. Um, you just have to yeah. be. And if you're, and if you're somewhat prepared, it really just comes down to, to perspective. Like you're saying, like, yeah, you, right. you don't want that stuff destroyed in your house, but your right. family's safe. You can rebuild right. stuff. Uh, right. you know, it, it is what it is. I know. It is what it is. I wish I had to spend all that time cleaning that place up though. <laughs> Man, I tell you, there was a, it doesn't have to do with like, you know, a hurricane natural disaster. But before I moved to Japan, my last, uh, sea tour, uh, I was transferring out to Japan and my, one of my rental properties, I had a vacancy and I was like, you know what, I'm going to take this time. I want to, I just wanted to do a little project myself. I had a little leave before I went. I didn't, of course I underestimated what time frame it would take. So I'm like, I want to like refloor this place myself. I just missed doing some of that kind of thing, you know? Right. So I ended up spending like a week putting, you know, new, like the pergo type floors in this rental all through it. Just that sense of satisfaction it took way right. longer than I thought. So it kind of ate up a lot of my friend's time and stuff like that. A couple months after leaving, I was on, I was deployed at the time and a pipe had burst and then I mean insurance <laughs> paid for it. You know, I lost a little right. bit of money, but it ruined that whole floor. And all I could think of was the time I'd spent that I was like, right. damn it. Like, yeah, insurance oh, is gonna God. cover most of it, but man, that's like 10 days of my last days on sure. <laughs> but uh yeah, perspective, right? Yeah, I'll tell you, man, we made it just fine, just fine. So I did that's I awesome. did lose power for a while, but you know, I have a wireless hotspot and and we just drove three hours away and still continue to work. So we're good. Yeah. I was going to say, you didn't have any, that's the thing now with technology, even with power outage, you, you really don't have an excuse for uh, not yeah. getting work done, do you? No, uh, unless, well, you got a generator and that's another yeah. thing. I, I, I don't want to get sidetracked. But yeah, I, I was like, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not paying a thousand dollars for a generator to use once to save $500 worth of food. We'll just, we'll, we'll be good. Yeah. Order out for a minute and go, go, yeah. go place it. <laughs> Well, let me, let me ask you this then. What, what have you found to be, I know, like you said, marketing has been one of those, uh, big barriers, you know, starting right. off, I think everyone's starting as a barrier. What have you found to be your biggest success for spreading the word? Has it been like word of mouth just through your, uh, in reputation or is there something major you guys do marketing that's just really kicking it? You know, I, I think word of mouth and the reputation has taken us further than anything. I did, yeah. uh, become pretty familiar with some Facebook ad, their ad manager, honestly, Okay. It's really good. It's easy to use. It's cheap. And I use that. Um, I just started a blog. Uh, I think that'll get some traffic, but really getting people hired and then them telling their friends. Um, yeah. And now with everyone shifting kind of the online by job fairs, like virtual job fairs, I know I need to do a virtual job fair for skill mill. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, I just haven't said that out loud yet. Cause I know how much work it's going to be, but now after saying it, I guess I'm yeah, now you're stuck, man. <laughs> Yeah, my wife will be happy. Oh, oh one more thing. You're just going to do one more thing. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> right. And your free time. Yeah, yeah. No, that's awesome. 
But you, I think you guys are a little bit ahead of the game a little uh, as well, though, like you mentioned, because you get, had started with things like, you know, your AI type deal. Uh, so, right. you know, it's just collecting the data, getting the data. And so as like you said, I do believe coming out of COVID, uh, a lot of people are going to recognize even, I mean, there's still a need for face-to-face for a lot. I, I think there's definitely still a need for some of that, but but to be able to operate in this way, the way that you guys are already doing and are kind of got ahead of, I think that's going to be big. It's going to be a big head start for you guys for being operating that way already. Well, you know, what's funny is uh, we got some money and we got the technology where we want it. And we're like, next time we get some influx of money, we really need to do some marketing, right? So we got some more money and guess what we did? We made our technology better. Hey, uh, you know what? No, that's just putting it where that's, that's just putting it back to like, know. you know, where it's going to help people. Right. It I is. Mean, I mean, that's, and that's, we talked about it. We're like, okay, we'll, we'll get some marketing money later. Let's, let's make the technology better because the more you put in now, the, the better it's going to be. So uh, we're, we're in the midst of a huge, uh, I'll call it a skill mill 2.0. I mean, it's, it's getting better <laughs> every day and we're about to launch a, a, a new platform. And I, I don't know, man, I think we put the money in the right place. And I think word of mouth and people getting jobs will get us all the marketing we need, honestly. Yeah. I, I, that's something we talk about on my team as well, that yeah. um, some people really focus on the bottom dollar, like right from the right. beginning, like, you know, making every dollar yeah. from it. But I think that's short-sighted. And if you put too. your time and energy into, okay, cool. Yeah. We've got to be able to pay the bills. Right. But if we just make a little bit off of what we're doing, especially during the buildup, and right. really invest the time and money in places that will help your, you know, your end user, your clients, then it's going to take care of itself. You know, the problem just takes care of itself. And then down the road, it's going to, you're going to be 10 times better off than just marketing to make the dollar. You know, I, I agree. I, I've seen too many companies do it the way you're talking about. And they just, they want to make money real, right away. And it never works out for the reason they started. Right. If you started, yeah. if you started for the right reason, you should continue down that path. Right. I agree. Uh, I agree. We want to help veterans. So that's what we're going to do. That's it. Yeah. That's amazing. Glad that you guys are sticking to that as well. <laughs> pretty, pretty awesome. Yeah. Weren't you an army guy? Uh, no Navy. I was, uh, actually I knew, um, I oh, was that's right. A, Navy guy. yeah, I was going to make a comment, make fun of, uh, Mike belt on something, you know, oh, yeah. so we just like throw out a common denominator to throw some, you know, some sarcasm <laughs> too. But, uh, well, I love, I love army jokes. Cause like I said, my cousin's army and I'm Navy and you know, he, he'll tell me about, how rough it was being, you know, in Afghanistan and people shooting at him and everything. And I'm like, Hey, I was in the submarine forest. And let me tell you what, we didn't have air conditioning once for like two hours and we had to eat out of paper plates once. <laughs> right. Right. So, so you just can't, you just can't talk to air force people because then, you know, they'll one up you on that one. Right. Oh yeah. I know. I know. Yeah. yeah. Like, what do you mean no air conditioning. That's, that's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. But it's fun, right? We can make fun of each other, but no one can make fun of us. Oh yeah. A hundred percent. Yeah. It's kind of like, I, I compare it to your, uh, you know, your, like my brothers at home. Yeah. I, I yeah. can be as brutal as I want to, but you know, no yeah. one else can say anything to them. Right. <laughs> I think that's how it works. It's how it works, man. For all the really smart people out there, I should talk about some of the semantic reasoning and oncology and all those big words out there that our database does. And my CEO, you know, he's like, you should talk about that stuff. I'm like, no one understands that stuff. I'm like, we, we just call it, we call it magic. Yeah. Well, how's it work? Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. In it's in the background. Yeah. Some P- <laughs> like, PFM, right? Yeah. PFM. I'm like, listen, they don't care how they get a job. They want a job. Yeah. But it's, you know, the way it works is cool. I'm like, maybe to you. 
Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I find the same thing. Sometimes we're talking about real estate stuff. I'll get excited about certain things about how to leverage certain things to whatever. And then I'll just see someone who's come to me for like this info, but they look at me like glassed over and like, dude, can you just, can you just show me how to make money with this? Like, okay, cool. Fine. I'll, I'll just, yeah. (laughs) Then I, same thing. I get it. Cause you get all excited. You're like, man, this is awesome. It's such a great reasoning. And they're just like, dude, just make me money. I'm like, just Just give me a job, man. But I did, I had with um, the other day, I actually was poking around. I just pulled it up again, poke, poking around on the website a little bit and stuff. And, and it's actually pretty intuitive. Some of them get a little tricky. Like, you know, you get into the VA oh, websites yeah. and stuff and you just don't know where to go. For instance, can you give us just a little idea, like how much time or what would you need? To, I know you said like most of the stuff they can download uh, mm-hmm. or directly download with you guys. Like what kind of time, how much time would they need to sit down to at least get started? Honestly, if, if you have your VMIT, and you come mm-hmm. on and you, you know, you fill out your profile, say you log in, they send you a verification, you drag and drop your VMED in, you're looking at about three minutes, right? That's, I mean, man, that's, that's a pretty good use yeah. of time. Can you, can you say what VMED is for uh, anyone out here? It's not military that's listening. So, just So basically everything you've done um, in the military, it's like a training jacket, like all the schools you went to, your commands uh, and the military, you know, and, and the Navy and Marines, you know, they have that already. All you have to do is yeah. download it from, and you go to Mill Connect, right? And go to yep. TGPS and you download it. Now, if you don't have that, that's fine too. If you have a resume, you can simply drag it into the system, right? Mm-hmm. And you're done. Or you right. can you can actually start from scratch. If You know, if you're a military member, you just like military, what branch you're in, your MOS or NEC, security clearance. You just like, you know, if you're 9580, you like that, it fills out the stuff for you. It's easy, really. Yeah. Now, if you want to go in and change it after that, that's fine. I tell people, some people don't want their military stuff in there. They want it more civilian-like, and, and that's right. fine, right? Go in. It's your profile. Make it yours. And if enough companies look at your profile and you're missing something, you can figure out, you know, I probably need to go get that d- degree or that certification or, man, why am I not getting this? Oh, that's the bachelor's degree I never finished, or it's usually not that, by the way. Uh, right. I want to tell you one cool thing, another cool thing. I'm glad that yeah. we talked about this. So from an employer side, a prime example, someone said, hey, I'm looking for someone with a bachelor's degree to go, I'll call it to country X for uh-huh. six months to set up base camp, yeah. you know, and they had all these qualifications. And I'm like, you don't need someone with a bachelor's degree. You need a military senior enlisted person, E7 who or E8 who's, or nine who's went over there and done that job, right? right. That's what they did. They have right. no, you know, Usually they won't have that degree. And she's like, oh. Well, if you have one of those, I'm like, yeah, hold on. I'll send you one. I might have one or two. Yeah. So in our system now, you can actually wait. If you're an employer, you can go in and set weights on education. It may say you need a master's degree, but that could be a one or a zero, oh, right? Yeah. Gotcha. And experience could be a three. Like that's the most important thing. Right. So when they're looking, you know, a lot of companies that if you didn't have it, that's it. You're not qualified, Right. But with our system, you can weight different things from an employer side and an employee side that are important or not as important. Because let's be honest, everything's not as important, right? Absolutely. And a lot of these position descriptions, companies, you know, they wrote them 10, 15 years ago. They've never updated them. So they don't even know what they're looking for. Another thing we do is sometimes we'll look at their job. You know, we're like, hey, listen, I know what you say you want, but that's really not what you want. (laughs) How how old is this? Oh, yeah, we haven't updated that in a while. Like, yeah. 
I don't think they know need to know how to work an Atari. That's what it says right here, right? Uh, <laughs> right. But, <laughs> now it sounds like me. Uh, it sounds like what yeah. I'd have in there. Yeah. So the waiting system, it keeps getting better. And I, and I think that's one of my favorite features. Uh, even travel, you know, if you're, if you're an employee and you're, you're willing to travel 70% of the year, you may get a job offer, but you're like, I am not traveling anywhere. Those yeah. jobs probably won't come to you. And that's fine. If you if you limit yourself, you know, to one certain area, then you shouldn't get jobs from all over the world, right? Some people don't want to leave. Right. Right. And that's fine. I tell people that's a personal decision. You really limit your job opportunities if you want to stay in one place. Yeah. But if that's the most important thing to you, then limit them. Find a right. job where you're at. Make less right. money there. Um, you know, I know I could go to D.C. tomorrow and make a ton of money. Guess what? I ain't going to D.C. Right. <laughs> I'm in Southern Alabama, man. I'm near the beach. Uh, D.C. don't have anything for me. So that right. money would do me a lot of good. I'd be unhappy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Doesn't matter how much money you have if you're not happy yeah. spending it, right? Right. Uh, but yeah, our system just keeps getting better, man. That's that's exciting for me. Uh, see, you got so me it really helps that It helps the companies too, hiring then, like it sounds like. Oh, you yeah. know, you're helping them streamline or like revise what they're looking for. Yeah. And we just did a questionnaire thing too. You know, if a company wants to reach out, you can reach out to people inside of our system now too. Our, our Zoom app uh, will be live. They told me it'd be live here this week. So we'll say next week. Uh, oh. <laughs> but, or you, you know, an employer can go in and con they can already contact a veteran inside the database, but right. now they'll be able to set up a Zoom meeting. They'll be able to send them a questionnaire like, Hey, it says here, it doesn't say anywhere in here that you have a CDL, but do you have one? Cause sometimes people just won't put everything in the profile they'll forget or, yeah, or they haven't updated in a while. And they're like, Oh yeah, I have one. Like, Oh good. You know, whatever questionnaire they want to send them really. And like I said, the system keeps getting better and, and that makes me happy because it's been a lot of work and the more people that use that and get jobs, the happier I'll be. You right. Know? You know, another thing that hit me when you were talking about before too, like downloading your VMAT and all those qualifications, cause the military does do it. Like one thing you can definitely say is they do a great job of tracking all those. You go to so many schools that if you oh, spend yeah. enough time, you're going to forget most of them and they're not oh, going to yeah. be top of mind and they're not going to sound important to you. But when they're loaded up and people see that as the total picture, you know, part of the big picture, that those might be things that totally change the playing field for you trying to get that job. Well, you know, what's funny is I, I look back over my military career and you're right. I've forgotten some of the things I did and I was going through my VMAT and going through my stuff. And I'm like, I forgot about going to this school and that school. Right. You know, I'm trying to think of the one that really caught me off guard. I'm like, oh, yeah some kind of physical fitness trainer program I went through. I'm like, I don't remember going through that. That was when I was skinnier. Uh, but, you know, I was like, I guess I forgot everything they taught me. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but you still, Hey, but it still shows on your record. So you're all good. It does. It still yeah. does show on my record. You know, uh, I, I tell you, I have an MBA, but I don't use it. Right. Mm -hmm. What I use is the training I received in the military. That's got me further than anything, any degree would ever get me. I, yeah. And I know that, we, you know, we tell people you got to go to college, you got to go to college, but there's a lot of manufacturing jobs here, right. That they don't yeah. require degrees. They, you know, I, I think people really need to understand that there's always going to be work for someone who's a mechanic. There's always going to yeah. be work for someone who's a plumber. There's always going to be work for people, skilled people. There's not always going to be work for someone with a bachelor's degree in basket right. weaving, right? right? There's a lot of yeah. useless degrees out there. Um, so I'm not saying college is bad cause you know, like I said, I went to college, but it, it won't, it's not everything you, you know, these skills that these veterans have, I'm telling you, man, they need them in the, in the outside world. And, and that's what we want to do. We want to help that veteran connect with those companies that are looking for those skills. Yeah. I think a lot of times in, uh, we, 
we undervalue or under recognize what we have learned through experience right. because uh to your point with the mba when i was working on mine it was like later in my career and f- like the after the first five classes i was just looking at it like this is great but it really was just putting formal words or terms to stuff that right. i had already learned through yep. application which there's nothing wrong with that but like you said, if you don't need it for your career, you know, it's just the education, which is great too, if, you know, to get, use that for your education. But to me, it was just adding those official terms to stuff that I'd already learned that I had. A, it actually gave me even a better uh, appreciation for what I had experienced, you know, in the military, and what I had learned. You know, this is a live podcast and, you know, working from home, I'm going to open the door and let this animal out. Hold on. <laughs> sure. Yeah, no worries. My wife calls that cat her therapy cat. She doesn't really need a therapy cat, but. You know, that's, that's my baby, man. I, if her baby starts tearing up the carpet though, her baby's got to go. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> exactly. Totally understand that one. Like that, it, that you just showed us one of the things that you deal with uh, working from home, right? Like oh, yeah. things got to deal with. Yeah. We're pretty good about it, but you know, things do come up, but working from home, mm-hmm. a lot of companies are finding, man, it's more productive. People are more productive. Um, I yeah. know before I got my home office, when I first retired, I said, I'm just going to go to the coffee shop for a couple hours you know, and do some stuff. And I did some work and everything. But once I got this office settled, yeah. man, it's so much better, so much yeah. better. Uh, and the world's never going to be the same. A lot of companies are not going to go, you know, get all that commercial space and, sure. you know, being in real estate, you know, this better than me, but they're going to find that they don't need all that commercial real estate that they can mm-hmm. pay people to work from home. And most people are uh, pretty good at it. Uh, and you can weed out the ones who are lazy, easy yeah. because you have metrics when you work from home. But yeah, I, I enjoy working from home. I really do. I know a few of the larger companies here have already started looking at that, uh, companies that were growing and were looking to purchase more or lease more uh, right. you know, corporate space are now looking at like, hey, instead, let's do let's take what we've got and essentially work it in shifts, kind of like a right. military shift where it's like, hey, on these couple of days a week, these people, this team works at work this couple of days right. they work at home and you know just keep the space they have as, as opposed to putting that money out and and having that you yep. know so then you still get that uh team collaboration in person you still build those relationships but you also don't take on a, a ton more of a lease debt right i say that but also the human factor you know i've been working as a consultant for another company and for a little bit and i talk to them on the phone every now and then but i actually met the person met them in person in san francisco a couple of days ago uh-huh. And there is something to be said for meeting someone in person, right? Uh, every now and then, right? Yes. Uh, and I feel like I met them once, and that's plenty. Not that they're uh-huh. bad, they're great people, but now the collaboration from home and on the computer is going to be different for me. Yes. Right? We 100%. already had the human connection, and now I feel like we can do everything we ever need to do now from remotely. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's a great so, point. It's definitely going to change, or it yeah, has changed. It has changed. And, and I think with hiring, that's the way it's going to be. There's, yeah. you know, there's not going to be a big need to get in a, you know, put a suit on and go into an office and, you know, do this interview. A lot of people are going to interview right here on the computer before they spend $5,000 to fly you somewhere and, right. you know, uh, do the interview. I think a lot of it's going to be done virtually. Um, right. And then at some point, maybe they, you know, narrow it down to a couple of candidates, they'll fly them out. But the, the old days are over, uh, yeah. I think. So luckily, we've been doing this for a while now. So, you know, I think we were not just prepared. I mean, this is what we do. We, we always thought this was the future. And, and I really think that resumes will be a thing of the past. Mm-hmm. Um, that's our goal, too. I, I don't know if I mentioned that, but resumes are lies, right? How good can you write? 
Yeah, it really is. <laughs> Good creative writing exercise. Yeah. And, you know, with a profile, it has everything you've done. You've done. It has the, the real skills. And I think as we move forward, especially if more manufacturing jobs come back to the States, people are going to be interested in your skill set, not how good you can write a resume. True. Right. Agreed. So I'm excited. It's a good time for us. It really is. Yeah. That's awesome. I'm glad you guys are out ahead of that. And it's, <laughs> it's, it is going to make a big difference for a lot of people. And I think that the kind of the hiring on data, actual data and not like right. a nice pretty resume is gonna yeah. <laughs> gonna be gonna be great too. Might put a few resume writers out of you know creative writers yeah. out of out of business, but they'll they'll be able to bounce back. Yeah, my my wife's job she got now she's like you know I'm not really wrote resumes and I do this. I'm like what's well, easy? Look, you see that job description? Copy it down, change a few words, and say you did it all. Yeah, she's like, exactly. well, like that's the way it works. She, right. she got the job. She goes, I got it. I'm like I know because you followed the. You know, it's right there. You just, you know, you've done all this. They just use different words. Yeah. They just tell you what they <laughs> want to hear. <laughs> yeah, they do. <laughs> That's true. Uh, Mike, what do you, what's the best way for people to reach out and connect? I know your uh, website is skillmill.com, right? S-K-I-L-L-M-I-L.com. Uh, is there contact points on there? Or how, how do you prefer people reach out if they have any questions? I, just on there, uh, just go to the website. Uh, there's a form on there. You can fill out contact at skillmill.com. It comes to me and some of my team members. You know, I, I tell people it doesn't hurt to fill out a profile. If you have a VMAT or you have a resume, drop it in there. And the reality is the more veterans we have in our database, right, uh -huh. the better the system learns. The more people, the more companies that come in, the better. Every time someone gets a job, you know, in the background, they learn from it. The computer learns from it. Hey, this is the skill set they were looking for. So it's only going to get better. Fill out your profile, have your spouse fill out her, his or her profile and get the word out. We are veteran owned. We're all veterans. And we did this for the right reason. So yeah. I really think, you know, we have a great program and I hope the database fills up because I, I really want to help people get good quality jobs and not just settle. Right. Well, I, I'll log in and drop my info in there. Yeah. Not looking for a job, but if that'll help add data to it, but you have to <laughs> at, least, at least call me one day with a fake job just so I don't feel like I'm useless. Like, Hey, we, get that report, but we know you can't take it. So I'll, just I'll make me feel you. good about myself, man. Yeah. Hey, you never know. You may, someone may contact you and you may be like, you know, I said I wasn't looking for a job, but I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you into this one now, Ed. But but yeah, who knows? Maybe maybe if it's the right yeah. time, and like we said, we've already put the time into to uh, train our replacements. They won't need me anyway. Right. Well, you know, here's a here's a great example, and I, I know we have to go, but someone may look in our database and not be looking for a job, but maybe they want someone who has your experience, and they're like, "Hey, we'll pay this guy for four or five hours worth of work to consult on something." Right. Mm -hmm. That's a good example of maybe they're not looking for you permanently, but right. they may look in the database and want your skills for a, a different job. That's good. That's yeah. It's a really good point. That's another yeah. kind of benefit of your guys' system right there. Right. It doesn't hurt to fill it out. You never know what you're you're missing. Right. It's true. Yeah. True. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> hey, hey, Mike. Is there anything else you want to put out before we jump off here? Any last words? Just um, you know, for the veterans that are listening out there, it is work, right? that perfect job that everyone tells you about, you know, that they walked into that GS 12 job right from being 19 years old. You know, I, I'm not sure any of that's real, but some people get lucky, right? But right. most people have to work, but fill out your profile. Maybe we can help you today. Maybe we can help you six months from now. I don't know. But if we don't help you, someone else will, but you really have to go in and do some of the work. Hire Heroes USA is great. You know, Wells Fargo has some great programs for veterans. There's just so many programs out there and, a lot of the veteran programs, we actually help each other, even though we 
compete. It's a weird dynamic that doesn't really happen at, in other places, but I, I just want to see the veteran get a good job. And if I give it to him or someone else does that, that's okay. Right. So we help each other out. So Pathfinder, you know, the USO team, I mean, there's just so many, right. Put in the work, have a little bit of money saved in case you don't get that perfect job right away mm-hmm. and, and be ready. And it's fun on the other side. Right. And you know right. that. Yeah, absolutely. Everyone told me how much I've missed it and everything. And that really hadn't happened because I was ready. Right. Yeah. I, I did the work early. I was prepared and I'm still doing the same thing I did in the military. Basically I'm helping people. I was coming to mass chief. So it's the same right. Right? helping young sailors and soldiers. So come on and visit skillmill.com and you can listen to our podcast when it finally comes out. It's diapers and deployments. And Hey Jay, thank you a lot, man, for coming on. I appreciate oh, man, it. No, thank you. I really appreciate what you guys are putting together and the, the work you're doing. Let us know when you do start airing yours and we'll absolutely okay. advertise that all we can and get the word out. Cause I think it's going to be well worth the listen. All right. I appreciate it. Thank you so much, buddy. Okay. Thank you.